into another episode of Spiritual Philosophy Chatter with the Joneses. I'm Danny Jones. And I am Samantha Jones. And here we are, episode 135. 135. What are we talking about? This is, are they okay? What happens when we cross over? Very good. Yes. You got your tissues? I do. Thank you. You were prepared for me. We're ready to go. (laughs) Yeah, we're ready. Well, before we hop into that one, anything feedback or anything from last week you want to share? Yes. Last week we did readings with me. Yeah. And I do have some feedback. I'm not going to read them all, but I'll read a few. Cool. Okay. So the first one is from Lynn and Lynn had the chocolate lab Sharpay mix that was enjoying the creek and the water and, and she had the bird that got out that I Mm -hmm. um, confirmed had passed. So let's read her feedback. Samantha, sending you a big hug and thank you for Sawyer's reading. My chocolate boy's happy place was at the Oregon coast. His favorite thing was smelling all the rocks, and there were a lot. Also sniffing the large trees that were washed ashore. I was hoping he was near the water and rocks. Also to have you confirm to me Ricky's passing and that he and Sawyer are together helps heal my broken heart. Thanks to you and Danny for all you do. Nice. Thank you. Thank you, Lynn. And again, so sorry for your loss. I like Sawyer's taste because I'd be in the Oregon mm-hmm. forest ocean area myself if I could. And, you know, it's funny because the vision was just <clears> of <throat> him like in the rocks. I didn't even think about sniffing the rocks. It was like, are you drinking the water? What are you doing? You know, but he was like exploring the rocks. So it makes perfect sense. <laughs> The next one is Elizabeth and Lucky, and Lucky was the dog that was pushing his bowl around in the vision. Mm -hmm. Okay, she said, Samantha, I would like to thank you for Lucky's reading. You were definitely spot on about the grief. You mentioned that you saw Lucky pushing his bowl with his nose. He would always go up to his bowl before his meal and push at it with his nose before eating. You also had mentioned about him sliding on the hardwood floor. He definitely had issues the last few months and was slipping and sliding quite a bit. Thank you again for the reading. That's cool. Thank you, Elizabeth and Lucky. And then there was Crystal, and Crystal was one of our medium readings, and she had the grandma whose name we didn't have at the time. And Crystal said, thank you. I can't believe I forgot to put her name, which was Hermilla. And that's with the Spanish accent. She put Mm -hmm. a winky face. I was thinking of typing the message with her name, but put my phone down instead and then got that ringing in my ear. So I posted in, I posted in a hurry. Mm -hmm. Her words to me are words I say all the time and is actually the advice I, I give everyone and almost word for word told my stepdaughter last night since she's going through a tough time. And yes, she was 101 with a super keen mind and body and always said she didn't know why she was still here after so long, but all she could think of was to pray for her family. Hmm. And I I had said that she didn't understand, like she expected to live to 80 and then, you know, she kept living and was like, why? (laughs) So it's cool. Like, I always wonder if these are things that they've pointed out to their family members, you know, and so I'm hoping that they'll know. But that's true. Of of course they did, because why would they tell me if they hadn't pointed those things out? Because it wouldn't be confirmation, you know? Yeah. So. Okay, and then the last one is from Hillary. We uh, did a reading for Hillary and her BFF, Jenna. 
and determined that they were twins in a past life. And so she said, my friend and I are so thankful you made it to us on the podcast. So many validations for both of us. I've thought for years we were sisters in a past life. And when you brought that up, it was so validating. We've both been tested in this life already and recently in the last two years. She got a new man and moved quite a ways away. We've been talking about it all day and we both just want to say thank you. (laughs) And I had mentioned in there not to let a man come between them, that that was one of the messages I was getting for them. Uh, And so I think that this is perfect, that they're showing that they're still having their friendship, even though, you know, they're far away from each other. And and that's important. That's very cool. Yeah. So thank you so much (laughs) for that, Hillary and Jenna. Yeah. For everybody. And everyone. Yeah. Participated. We appreciate it. That was cool. Yep. Okay, and then we are going to answer the two questions that we answer every week. So the first one is from Kathy, and Kathy says, Can you tell us more about channeling? I've been having some experiences in this, but don't know as much as you may, my guru. (laughs) She calls me her guru. Okay, Um, so I'm not sure if this is what you're talking about as far as channeling goes, but I'm going to tell you what channeling is, and I hope that I'm answering your question. So channeling is a different form of communication with a spirit. Instead of like when I go and I talk to the spirit and they, they tell me things and then I um, interpret them and tell you guys what I'm seeing and all of that, the spirit actually talks through the medium mm-hmm. when you're doing channeling. So we started early on channeling my mom. Yep. Uh, and so what I would do at first is I would get a notebook and doodle and stuff because it keeps your mind occupied so that the spirit can come in and take over. So I would doodle and then I started coloring for a while. And then um, after I've been doing it long enough and I felt comfortable with it, I would just lay down and put like a, a pack over my eyes to keep my eyes dark and let my mom come in, but it's basically, um, yeah, it's just letting them talk through you. So you're getting more, like Danny would have conversations with my mom. You're getting more, mm-hmm. I think, wouldn't you say, like in depth with the channeling? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think it's probably, um, why don't I won't say it's less work for you because I, th- no, I still it's think more. it's taxing. Yeah, you don't have to decipher the images as much i don't decipher anything yeah, it like, just comes through it just me, yeah. comes through and, yeah um but yeah it's it's a it, it's a really neat thing to experience and watch um and you know some of the things she shared with us were things that would happen uh later on and they have happened yeah i've made predictions through yeah. through my mom yeah and also with this show a lot of times <clears throat> I'll be talking and I, you can hear it. Like I'll start channeling my mom or whoever wants to talk about this part through me and you can hear it. I will like sidetrack myself. I'll be going and talking and everything's fine. And then my subconscious comes in and like knocks it out. And then I'm like, uh, (laughs) that's, you can tell I'm channeling and I stepped in my, myself came back. Yeah. I interrupted. So, um, so that's channeling. So (laughs) I was really interrupted by myself. Right. Oh, I hate it. It makes me crazy. I'm like, why do I do that? Cause I get in my own head and then like, I'll hear my mom talking or whoever's channeling me. And then I'll hear myself in the background. What are you talking about? Is this even, what are you talking about? This doesn't make any sense. (laughs) And you know what? I go back later and it makes perfect sense. But because I'm not really like totally there while I'm channeling, I'm just hearing bits and pieces kind of. And then I sidetrack. It's really weird. Channeling is really, that's why I'm not sure if that's what Kathy's talking about because her dad recently passed 
And so I'm not sure if she is talking about channeling him like she's like this, you right. know, or if she's just hearing him because that's different. Like when you hear and you see the pictures and that, that's almost, that's like having a conversation, like interpreting kind of mm-hmm. between, you know, you and the spirit where I step out when I channel. Right. So, so I hope that that answers your question, Kathy. And if it doesn't, then, you know, let me know and we'll answer whatever we were supposed to answer. But thanks for asking. Yes. I, I love the question. question either way. Yeah, it was great. <clears throat> and then the next question is from Sash. I like your name. Yeah. Or Sash. I'm not sure how oh. you pronounce it. But either way, it's S-H- S-A-S-H. Okay. And she asks, how do you know you are spiritually awakened? And that's a good question. Mm-hmm. I think it's different for everybody. I don't think that you can set like rules or, you know, guidelines right. to when you're woke, so to speak. Um, I think one of the biggest parts of um, being enlightened is letting go of the things that you were taught and teaching yourself, learning mm-hmm. everything all over again, you know, starting over mm-hmm. because you start to see that things don't make sense when you go through the spiritual awakening, like things that you were taught, you're like, this, this doesn't make any sense, mm-hmm. you know? So you have to let it go. If you, if you're adamant on hanging on to it, like, like hell, for example, mm-hmm. if you are stuck on the fact that there is a hell and you're not willing to let go of that, mm-hmm. then you probably won't be able to progress as far with your spiritual awakening, letting go of that. And just saying, not saying there isn't a hell, but saying, I'm going to decide for myself mm-hmm. whether there is or not. And then finding finding the answers to those questions, Yeah, I think, is the biggest, for me at least, the biggest part of the spiritual awakening. Undoing the damage that mm-hmm. was done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I think <clears throat> early on, I mean, in my 20s, I was seeking some sort of awakening. I don't know if it was an awakening. I was seeking the truth about you know us me yeah. where did we come from and what is what what is all this <laughs> yeah um and i think i found certain moments and experiences that were small awakenings yeah me too um and i'm talking about like churches and organizations like things like that but i left that and i didn't go down that path then when meeting you and experiencing it this situation it's like the same thing, but it was brought in a different way. Yeah. Because I think they knew I was maybe rubbed wrong. Yeah. By the other her. ways. Yeah. And they didn't want me to lose faith in the re- the truth. Right. Um, so this way really made it um, incredible. Yeah. In a lot of ways. I mean, yeah, there was an immediate sort of awe when we, I think when I realized, holy shit, she's not kidding. She, <laughs> she really can do this. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> but it involved exactly what you said just now. And that was it involved the deconstruction of my beliefs and thoughts prior to. Mm-hmm. And then I had to reconstruct. Well, I'm in the process of reconstructing. Yeah. That could be a lifelong process for me. Yeah. But like you said, in this process, I've learned that I wish to be different mm-hmm. than I was before. Yes. And it's never too late to start over. That's exactly right. So, <clears throat> and you shouldn't be defined by mistakes you've made in the past. As you said, you should define it by what you seek to get out of this. Your, yeah. Your goal. Like, you know, this has also brought me to a place where I'm pretty convinced that there is no hell. Yeah. Um, 
And so that makes it a lot easier because you feel like, no, this isn't licensed to go out now and cause havoc. Right. It's actually a reason to want to live better. Yeah, absolutely. Let me read you a few things, too, that might uh, help you know if you're more, like, closer to enlightenment and, and, you know, the spiritual awakening is a process, like Danny was saying. Mm -hmm. So you start it, but you're not going to hit enlightenment and, you know, that being fully awoke, it takes a while. And fully awoke, I don't know, that's tough, but but still, let, let me read you some of these. You have an increased tendency to let things happen rather than to make them happen. I wish I would have known that so many years ago. I think I could have spared myself so much heartache and drama if I would have just let things happen. Steer you instead of Mm -hmm. you steer it. Uh, Frequent attacks of smiling and overwhelming episodes of appreciation. There's just this level of gratitude that it changes you. It makes you thankful for, oh my gosh, I'm thankful for the flowers and thankful for the mosquitoes even, and I Mm -hmm. hate them. But you just realize that everything works together and it all has a process, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, A loss of interest in conflict, loss of interest in judging others, judging yourself. And interpreting the actions of others. Um, one of the ones I have definitely not mastered yet, though, is the ability to uh, to not worry. The loss of ability to worry. Mm-hmm. The, for me, that's a tough one. But that's definitely one that the universe wants us <clears throat> to do because there's no reason to worry. Everything's going to go the way that it's going to go anyways, mm-hmm. you know. But all of these things that I just read, I think those are all really important because it, it starts to become about um, that we are all one, really. That we're all one. And so how you treat your fellow man and your fellow animal and the nature and everything, we all feel it. It's Mm -hmm. all. So once you realize that we're all one, you don't want to rock the boat because you're rocking the boat with everybody. You know, Mm -hmm. you don't want to argue because it's just like it's a chain reaction. We're Mm -hmm. all one. So that's, um, I think, one of the epiphanies I've had with this is we're all one. And, you know, a big part of it for me was to accept that I will die. Yes, I will die one day. Everybody does. Every living thing does. It's a rite of passage. Yes, it's scary, the unknown of what happens after. And that's why we're We're going to talk about it today. But um, once my beliefs in this awakening started happening, that fear has diminished quite substantially that I don't have this fear of that. Yeah, me too. Um, mainly sure. because of what I really feel and have read and researched and l- tried to find the truth in and is what does happen. Yeah, that's you know? definitely a big part of the spiritual awakening, too. Um, we've done a couple episodes on spiritual awakenings, and, yeah. and so um, I would con- refer to those, too, because those yeah. have some good information in those. So, But I hope that answered your question for yeah. you, Sash. Thanks, Sash. Sash, Sash. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, Okay, so then let's do this reading real quick because we definitely have a lot to talk about in this episode. Do it. But I do a reading every week, so let's do it. This is for Kirsty, and she said, This is my doggo, Holly. I've been thinking about getting another dog for a while now, but I'm not sure if she would like that and prefers to be an only dog. She's nine, so she's getting older. All right, let's talk to your doggo, Holly. She's she's a black lab. We got one of those in here. That he's he's a good dog, but labs are intense dogs. Yeah. Okay, so let's see. Honestly, no. 
I really feel like she prefers her life the way it is. This is what she knows. Um, she is getting older. She definitely does not want a puppy or a dog that would like make her uh, not be able to have her naps or make her roughhouse. Um, those types of things. She's not interested in any of that, she tells me. She prefers to be an only dog because then there's the more interaction with you. And it's okay when you go away and you have to leave her at home for a while. You know, you go to work or whatever it is. She's okay with that. Um, it's a bond that you two have that I think she would prefer to just keep it that way, if that's okay with you. Um, yeah, that mm -hmm. makes her happy. Let me tell you a few things about her real quick. At least she was honest. She was very honest. There was not a second that she was, you know, yeah. she answered immediately. Um, okay, so let's see what else I can tell you about her real quick. Um, Holly is she's like ours a worker she wants to do something and this might be why you think she might want a friend but she's not lonely she just wants something to do mm -hmm. so if you maybe you can help her figure out a job uh and then i can tell her what the job is she she has she still has a lot of focus like her energy and her body may not be as much as it used to but she still has a lot of focus and she likes to keep her brain healthy and and uh doing activities and things like that so um brainstorm on that a little bit and and see what you think from her her behaviors like we know that our black lab likes to be the protector and he'll sit by the gate for hours mm -hmm. and that's his job and so if she had something to do like that i think that she would be um a little less like like you might feel like she needs a friend when she's alone but i think it's just that she wants something to do right she just needs needs a hobby yeah, they're workers. Yeah. They, they need that. Oh, yeah. They're, we have two Great Danes in a lab, and <clears throat> the Danes are so different from the lab. Mm -hmm. So different. Yeah. So, yeah. So I hope that uh, that helps, Kirsty. And please let me know, you know, if you want me to talk to her about uh, this job, you know, if you can kind of see what it is she likes to do, and then we can talk deeper on it. Good so, idea. Yeah. So, oh, one more thing. Um, I was on a podcast last week called Paranormal Peeps Podcast. Yeah. Um, so you guys can, you know, search that and listen to it if you want, or we're going to actually put it up for you to listen. Maybe next week. We might, I don't know yet. We haven't okay. talked yet, but soon we're going to put it up so you can hear that interview. But if you'd like to hear it before we put it up, you can search Paranormal Peeps Podcast. It was, it was a good. good yeah, yeah, wasn't it? I liked the interview. It was good. They were fun to talk to. They so. seemed fun. Yeah. Okay. Cool. There we go, because I want to get into this. All right. Things. Well, let's do it. Episode 135, Are They Okay? And what happens after we go to the other side? <laughs> so the reason <laughs> that I wanted to do this episode is because Are They Okay? Or Is My Animal Okay? Or My Loved One Okay? Is the number one question that I get asked. Mm -hmm. I have a free reading group on Facebook, and I tell people, please give me the question that you want me to answer. Mm -hmm. And so many times they say, Are they okay? And I would love to just have a place where I could say, Here, listen to this or read this because they are all okay. Yeah. That's the short answer to that question, but we're going to give you the long answer to that question and answer right. some listeners' questions about <clears throat> exactly how this process works. Because, of course, death is so mm -hmm. mysterious, you yeah. know? And I think that that's a very good reason why that that is the most asked question. And mm -hmm. that is because... I honestly believe that death is the topic that is thought about the most amongst us 
and spoken about the least. Probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. There's It's censored a lot, too. Mm. You know, like, we're not allowed to talk about it because, you mm. know, it, it's bad. But it's not bad. It's just that it's misunderstood. <clears throat> Death and dying is a process, and it's it's a cycle. It really is a cycle. Like, everything is born and everything dies, and then everything is born again and everything dies again. It's just, it's mm. a constant cycle. So, um, so let's get into it a little bit more. Um, this is not a research episode. This is an episode where we're going to talk about what we've learned talking to spirits, what we feel, and is a complete opinion episode. None of this is fact. This is just what the spirits have told us and what we believe to be true mm-hmm. and what we hope to be true. Mm-hmm. And I would probably stake my life on most of this, just so you know. So and This is a good point, spot, I think, to say a lot of, you know, for me, the Dolores Cannon books have been really helpful yeah. in the five lives remembered and between death and life because there isn't for me any proof out there in the world <clears throat> of what the truth is. Right. There isn't. Except within our subconscious. And if you can tap into the subconscious, then I believe you can get a lot of answers because not only are you tapping into subconscious, but you're tapping in to the, the innate ability amongst us all to communicate with the other side. Yes. And so she's able to do this and then document what she, the questions she asks and the answers that she gets about a lot of these topics. Absolutely. Extraordinary. Oh, yeah. I recommend Dolores Cannon. Absolutely. Not just her books, but like going on YouTube mm-hmm. and listening to some of her lectures and talks and stuff. Yeah. It's just amazing. She'll tell you all kinds of stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and most of what we've heard from Dolores Cannon is stuff that I've already said to you. It's just confirmation when we hear it from Dolores as mm-hmm. well. So that's very helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me personally, <clears throat> I like lost my 20s because of my fear of death one way or another. I was so afraid that I was going to die in my early 20s. I was convinced that there was no way I was going to live past 25. No way. And I did. And it was like, whoa, that's weird. But then at 26, I got knocked down by my mom dying. So I feel like I lost my 20s one form or another to death. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I don't want people to do the same kinds of same kind of thing. I don't want them to lose so much time. It wasn't just, you know, the fear of myself dying. It was after my mom died, all of the things I took with me, all of the guilt, all of the things that were left unsaid, it just made me miserable. And I really want to help people to try and cut that grief down because we're going to grieve when we lose people, especially the people closest to us. That's just natural. But I spent so long in that depression and they don't want that from us. And so this, this episode is definitely um, passion for me. I'm very passionate about this for sure. Yeah. And to help people with their fears. Yes. Of of their own. Absolutely. You know, Yeah, absolutely. So I asked our listeners, most of what we're going to talk today is based on what I asked our listeners in our discussion group. Mm -hmm. I asked our listeners, have you ever lost a loved one, human or animal, and worried about them and where they went when they died? Mm -hmm. And 85% said yes. Mm -hmm. For the 85% that said they were worried, what were they worried about? And here's the list, and we'll talk about these. That they were alone, that their loved ones were alone. So immediately, 
when you die or even sometimes before you die, your loved ones are there. So let me try and describe to you what I what I see for somebody passing. Mm-hmm. I see them walking through a door and there being all of their loved ones on the other side and it being absolutely beautiful reunion. Now that doesn't happen for everybody. Right. Some people need to be taken by their loved one. They need to be explained, <clears throat> you know, but there is always somebody there and yes. it's usually not just somebody. It's a lot of somebody's. Right. Let's take, for instance, let's say a uh, baby dies, you know, at one mm-hmm. or something um, and they don't, no, have any conscious knowledge of any family at this point other than mom and dad. Well, they have other family members that have gone on. Right. And th- they don't know, but know them. Right. Even if they didn't have any other family members, which is impossible, they would have a spirit guide immediately. Yeah. The spirit guide that was watching over them in their life. Yeah. Will be there. Absolutely. Yeah, nobody's ever, ever, ever alone. No. You know, I, I talk to people and, like, spirits will come through when I do readings and I'll describe the spirit and they'll be like, I, I don't know, I don't have any family on the other side. No, you do. Yeah. You may not have your mom or your dad <clears throat> or siblings, but you have friends, you have probably grandparents, great-grandparents, and even the the ones that you maybe weren't talking to, like, I'll get a lot of times, well, my mom's dead, but we didn't get along. Mm-hmm. She's... It doesn't Not matter. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. And we'll we'll get into that too. But yeah, there is always, always, always somebody there for the mm-hmm. animals too. You know, they, mm-hmm. we're all soul family when, you know, it's like all of our dogs here when they pass, you know, my mom will probably be there for them or whatever. And, and you know, that's just what our loved ones do for us. They mm-hmm. bring our animals in and they take care of them. So nobody, nothing is ever alone. I promise you that. No. Yeah. Okay, so then another worry that they had was that their loved one that had passed was worried about the loved ones left behind. This was something that I worried about a lot when I thought about my own death. I thought, what's going to happen to the people left behind, to my animals? What if, you know, you and I die together and then, then, you know, you go through all of these crazy things in your mind, okay? Mm -hmm. But... One of the things that happens when you get there is all of that goes away. Mm -hmm. You see the bigger picture of things. You see why everything happens for a reason. And even though, honestly, even for me, I can't comprehend how you can get to the other side and not worry, that's exactly what happens. Like, my mom was so worried about what was going to happen to her dogs if she died. But when she died, (laughs) that wasn't a concern anymore. No, She arranged for them to be taken care of for me to find homes for Mm -hmm. them so they work on these things with us so they are not worried about the ones that are left behind worry is not a a term really in their vocabulary and they don't want it to be one in ours either yeah i don't i think actually i don't think there's one spirit that or energy that crosses over that immediately says i want to go back no there it's so amazing and wonderful that the last thing it's not that that they don't love you yeah okay i couldn't even say that that <clears throat> i couldn't say they miss you because they understand they'll see you again it's as if they took a trip right and exactly <clears throat> you're going to catch up with them later yeah kind of thing they don't see it the way we see it as an end all be all yes they just see it as they are the first to make it to the next chapter and you will come later so 
they don't desire to come back. It's a matter of fact, there's been a lot of like near death experiences that have been documented where people see the light and feel the love and they go, mm-hmm. I don't want to go back. And yeah. they're told that they have to because their job is not done. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. There's I know a lot of those. people that have told me this. Mm-hmm. People that I trust, you know, yeah. close to me that have For shared sure. that. And I've heard that in other stories too, interviews. So yep. yeah, it's, it's something we can't comprehend. No, we can't comprehend a lot of this, you <clears> know, <throat> and time is one of those things too, that like, for us, we feel like it's so long until we're with them again. But honestly, it's really not. It's mm. not that long. And one of the reasons why they're not really worried about what's going on here is that they are here. Yes. It's just a different dimension. So yeah. they see everything that's going on. They can help with what's going on here. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a totally different perspective and perception than they had when they were here. Yeah. Um, the next one was that they miss life on Earth. Well, okay. So first of all, this is hard to understand too, but spirits don't really miss anything. Like they have things that they may look at, like, um, you know, aspects or activities, things that they're like, Oh, that was fun to do, you know, while I was on earth and I, and I, you know, look forward to doing Mm -hmm. that again, but they wouldn't give up what they have over there at that point for food or, you know what I mean? Like, um, and they can is one of them. What? Crying. crying is one of them. Yeah, it is actually. The, my mom said that to us mm-hmm. recently, didn't she? That yeah. crying is something that that spirits say we can't do that, and so that's something that humans take for granted. Right. You know, there's a lot of things that we take for granted, and those are the things that they don't. You can't say that they miss it because they are not sitting there going. There's a okay. Let me put it to you this way: there's a difference between missing something and like looking forward to it the next time. Right. Okay. Missing something is my heart hurts for it. Right. I wish I could have that so bad, but mm. I can't right. where what they feel is I remember that I remember food. I remember sex. I remember whatever it was that right. I'm not doing or having now. And that's okay because I have so much more here, but I'll get those things when I get back there. Mm-hmm. Soul, the Disney movie soul is, is a great, oh, it, great. it shows that yeah. in there where the soul um, goes into a human body and eats pizza and is like, <laughs> Oh, what is like get so excited about the pizza. <laughs> and I was like, this, this is so realistic really because spirits can do that too. And right. I'm not going to get into it too much, but they can commandeer your body. I've had times where I've actually been getting my eyebrows threaded and my mom's like, I want to know what this feels like. And she'll jump into my body. And what's interesting is I feel the pain. Like I'm really high tolerance to pain, but I can feel it like it's not my own pain, but I, it hurts more. Hmm. Like it hurts like how it would have hurt for her when she was alive. It's really weird. Hmm. So they can experience a lot of that. It's just in a different way, right. but they don't, miss it they don't miss life here it's it's a different kind of feeling it's nothing beats heaven nothing beats heaven yeah Uh, something else is that they are unhappy that they died sometimes there are spirits that can get confused yeah and those usually happen that usually happens with like tragic events or you know like yeah shooting murder you know quick a car accident Mm -hmm. where you haven't really when you die you are not accepting it yet Mm -hmm. and then you might stay for a little while but that goes away really really quickly Mm -hmm. um for most people you know i I don't think it lasts that long something else which could confuse them would be the grief of the family yes which is holding their energy 
it's like a magnet. Mm-hmm. So that grief is holding that energy here and not allowing it to cross completely. Right. So meaning grief, and that probably means acceptance too, you know, yeah. like really accepting that someone has passed. You know, like right. for you, you remember you saying that just someone tell me that that's not my mom right. in that casket. Yeah. Like, this is a joke. It's, it's a not, joke, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not real. It's a bad dream. Yeah. We can freak ourselves out and do weird things in our mind. You know, oh, yeah. In this. So that is another reason that someone can kind of be yes. straggling behind, if you will. Yes, but I do <clears> want to <throat> point out that normal grief won't do that. No. Because everybody grieves. Right. So what he's talking about is like... A collective, yeah. like like a mass shooting and everybody's mourning and this is a heavy, heavy energy. Right. And can those spirits, you know, not be sucked down by it is that kind of thing. Right. Um, but for the most part, most spirits go to heaven right away. Mm-hmm. There is no anything. There's no unhappiness that they have died. Uh, there's no anything like that. It, those are all human feelings, right. you know, unhappy, right. jealous, um, regretful. Those are all human behaviors right. and thoughts where the spirits on the other side, when you get there, you see things so clearly. Right. Everything just makes sense. And right. so you don't have these fears and worries and anything. You know, you know that your loved one that's there is doing what they're supposed to be doing mm. or whatever, you know. And it just, yeah, it's not what people think, for sure. But again, you're not sitting there wandering a strange dimension alone, confused about what happened. Even if it was traumatic or sudden or whatever the deal is, the guide or whoever's with you, they, them, you know, are going to share with you Mm -hmm. what happened. And it will become clear to you. You'll remember as they're sharing with you. But this is to help you also digest and process that type of situation if that did occur. Right. To help that kind of acceptance happen a little quicker and then you move to where you're supposed to go in heaven. Yeah, absolutely. And you're never alone at that point either. Like if like let's say that you do kind of stay earthbound for a little while, whatever the reason there's always somebody with you, mm-hmm. so you're not alone there either. So just know that if for some strange reason that your loved ones are earthbound for a little bit of time, that they're still taken care of, and they're honestly still happier than they were when they were here. It's like right. a weird kind of, like, you can't, you just can't be upset in heaven. It's just not how it works, yeah, you know? Yeah, I think so. Um, okay, so two more on this list. The next one is that I let them down. Well... This is a big topic because everybody has their own insecurities, but I can tell you that the spirits on the other side look at us as nothing but love. There is nothing that we can do to let them down. I play those games in my head all the time. You know, oh, my mom saw me do this or, you know, uh, my grandparents saw me do that. (laughs) The only spirit that's going to judge you for what you did is you. Yeah. And as far as like, what you let them down, you know, as far as how you were with them or in their, you know, their illness or their burial or whatever, they don't have those kinds of feelings. They, they know the intention in your heart. 
they know what you were feeling and what and what you wanted. And you know what? Even in bad situations where, you know, you may not be close to a family member and they die and then, you know, you feel like you let them down there. Mm-hmm. They still understand how you're feeling now yeah. and they don't hold anything against you at all. So you didn't let yeah. anybody down. So and just I know that. I think that once you're in spirit form, you can look more objectively or however you want to say it at humans as a whole yeah humanity as a whole you understand how valuable yes they are Absolutely. we are you know so you're looking at your partners you know in people you love that you've left behind you're not looking at them judging them no you're understanding what type of being they are yeah and that you were that yeah and it's not your place to judge anybody else you'll judge yourself that's it that's it absolutely that's what we really do when we go to the other side is then we you know we do our life review and we work on our own stuff and Mm -hmm. this this journey is even though we need to you know have other people in it and we have to be kind and good people and that kind of thing this life that we're living is our life and so they don't look at it as like okay you know, my daughter's down there and I'm leaving her in misery when I die. They don't look at it that way. No. They look at it as that they had their own life and you have your own life. And now my mom, you know, she's helped me so much. Mm-hmm. And most moms do that. But a lot of times, you know, they have their own things that they want to mm-hmm. do over there, too. And so it doesn't just come right down to being about their family that's left right. behind. You know what I mean? And it's, it's, I think they're yeah. enlightened to the fact that at oh, that yeah. point that they can help you from there just yeah. like they could help you from here way more and maybe more yeah yeah the last one on this list that people said is that they were worried that their loved ones were still in pain Mm, no no there's no pain no physical no emotional pain on the other side there's There's no body there's no body you're just a soul there's nothing to hurt no now we'll talk more about that actually in the next part but um that was one thing that people said in here that they were worried that their loved ones were still in pain no so then i asked If you're worried about where your loved ones went, what was your main concern about where they went after they passed? And the number one thing, again, was that they are alone, that wherever they went, that they're alone. So, again, let us say never. You're never alone. Like, honestly, we were talking about this earlier, and I don't think you're ever really truly alone in life or after. I don't think so. Because even when you're here and you're alone in your own home or whatever – there's still spirits around you. You just can't see them, but they're there. Trust me. Right. They're there. And even the moment that you decide to come into a body, <coughs> Sorry. I imagine you're with your group on the other side and okay, bon voyage. See you in a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. And you step into a world where you're surrounded by beings. Yep. Never alone. The next one is that it's lights out. And you know what? I, w- I used to worry about this off and on, too. I think everybody probably does. Even, like, really religious people that are set, mm-hmm. like, on the fact that there is something, probably every once in a while wonder, is it lights out? Um, there is way too much proof that it, it is not lights I've out. I've never felt that way. I, you know, I, I, I don't think I've ever really felt that way, but I've wondered. I've wondered, am I grasp Not now, not since the this, this spiritual awakening, but before... Am I holding on to the hope that my mom is still alive in another life, you know, on the other side or whatever? Am I am I mm-hmm. grasping on to this? Um, is it really that there's just nothing? But you know what? This is probably that it's not lights out. If there was anything in this 
uh, episode that I can tell you I feel is 100% fact and I would stake my life on it, it's that. Yeah. It's there's no possible way that this is there's that it's lights out. None. Mm-hmm. None. Absolutely not. <laughs> it would make no sense. My life would make mm-hmm. no sense. Right. My job would make no sense. Well, it couldn't be because no. if we're energy, yeah. then we can't die. Just like we can harness electricity, right? Yeah. Whenever we need to. But when we're not harnessing it, does that mean it's not there? Right. No. Yeah. Yep. It's there. It's, it's always there. there. Energy doesn't die. It won't die. Nope. Yep. So let's see. And then, okay, so lights out. And then they were worried that their loved ones were stuck between two worlds, like some kind of purgatory or something. And again, <clears throat> so, 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 so rare. If And if it was a tragic death, you know, like a shooting or, or an accident, like a car accident or something, maybe. Um, but again, it doesn't last long. So please know that. You know, I get this a lot, actually, that people that have lost loved ones years ago ask me, have they have they crossed over? Even animals. Yes, they absolutely. They have crossed over. Animals are immediate. There's no in between for the animals. You do not keep them earthbound. There's nothing. They are pure soul. They go Mm -hmm. straight to the other side Mm -hmm. because they don't want to stay here. I hate to put it that way. But when they die, they're like, whoa. Yeah. You know, where sometimes we're like, wait a minute, I wasn't done. Right. You know, um, they're not like that. <clears throat> so but there there's no purgatory. No. Really, that's that's just yeah. I don't you know, even it, know what if, that if, is. If it is, this is my honest opinion about it, is it's 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 that plain, but it's the confusion because confusion. we've discussed mm-hmm. how the other side is here. Mm-hmm. OK, they can go to other places because they have the power consciously in their subconscious to do things we can't fathom. Right. Okay. But they can also roam the planet. They can be here with us. Oh, yeah. Right down to ground level. Yeah. So if you died tra- traumatically or suddenly, I could see where it appears like it's the same place you were just at mm-hmm. 30 seconds ago. Yeah. But now you have an angel standing here telling you, oh, I got some good news <laughs> and I got some bad news. <laughs> You know, yeah, that kind of thing where it's this confusion a little bit because everything looks the same. I don't think right. it's some dreary, dark dungeon here with a sign that says this is purgatory and you wait here until we come and get you. Right. That's a bunch of baloney. No, definitely not. Not how it works. for um, sure. If other things like fiery lakes and hell and things like that. I believe that whatever it is that you intend or think you're going to see, that is what you're going to see at first. Yeah. Until you're enlightened a little bit more by your escort. Yeah, that's what Dolores has said is Mm. that, um, yeah, if you are stuck in this... Like, I'm going to hell. I'm absolutely going to hell. And I, you know, Mm -hmm. then when you first die, you may, that may be your perception. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily, but it may be, you know, you may have a hard time letting go of the fact that you're not going to hell. And that's, let's move on to that, actually. That might be tough, too. Yeah. The next uh, one that people said was they were concerned that their loved ones went to hell. So I actually asked our listeners, how many believe in hell? And 70% said that they do not believe in hell. 20% said that they're not sure. And 10% said yes. 
So I used to, both of us used to be the type that we were so worried about hell. What was, you know, what was going to happen to us? We've done, you know, some not so great things. Everybody has messed up. Everybody Mm -hmm. has committed a sin according to what the Bible says. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if that was the case, we'd all be going to hell. All of us. Okay. Um, Our personal belief is there is no such thing as hell. I have never talked to a spirit who has said that there is. I've never talked to a spirit that claimed to be in hell anything like that there's they have never in any way made me feel like there is hell mm-hmm. for sure uh so i want to read a couple of what our listeners said about this about is there hell so amy said i don't think anything could be worse than the world we live in now that's a good one yeah and i agree yeah and then nisha said well i kind of do hell is here on earth yeah yeah and then Chelsea followed it up with, I believe after you pass, you can get stuck in your own personal hell, but it's not what people think. Also, the hell on earth saying is absolutely accurate. Yeah. And I've heard this from other mediums that say the same thing. You know, this may not be what people consider hell to be. They mm. may think of a fiery pit. But really, honestly, if you think about it, this is where you battle everything. This mm-hmm. is where everything that's you know, you have to learn and, and that this is where it happens. Mm-hmm. And if you don't do the things that you wanted to do, or if you do bad things in this life, the only person that has to live that consequence is you mm-hmm. and not in hell. You, that means that you have to come back and do it again yeah. and learn that lesson again. Uh, this is why for me and this life, I want to try and make right of everything that I did, mm-hmm. everything I did wrong because I don't want to carry that on to a next life. And I feel like that's important for people in their healing on this earth. It's just, you know, we have to let go of the things that that happen here and realize that we all have made mistakes and done bad things. And it doesn't mean that we're going to go to some fiery pit. And you know what? Even even your relatives, your loved ones that Mm -hmm. have committed suicide, they are not in hell. They are in the same place with everybody else. Now, they frown upon suicide. Don't get me wrong. But they're not, you're not going to some fiery pit, you know, you judge yourself, Mm -hmm. you judge yourself on Mm -hmm. that. Um, so let's see. Then there were a couple of questions that our listeners had asked. Actually, let me read this from Patricia. She said, I don't know that I believe that there is a hell. And you and I have talked about how when you cross over that all faults are forgiven and we are all the same again. Having said that, I think my dad is alone by his own fault. I'm assuming that she means alone on the other side by his own fault. And again, nobody is alone on the other side. No. No matter what you did in life, okay? <clears throat> let's. I'm just going to throw this out because it's the worst possible one I can think of. Let's just think of Hitler, okay? Mm-hmm. That life was just one of his lives, okay? Mm-hmm. So if you were to die and go to the other side and they say to you, well... All of these other lives, you know, you learned lessons, you did really well, but you messed up in this one. So guess what? Your soul is going to hell for eternity. That doesn't make sense. Or you're cast to be alone forever. No. When you get back there, from what I understand, and I think Dolores said this too, is that you, when you reacquaint with your loved ones, at first you see them the way that they were here. Mm -hmm. And then what happens is you start to it starts to evolve and you see them as how they played in your other lives and what your other lives were about and who you were in your other lives. So saying that one, one person, one soul is cast out because of one life. 
that's no, that nothing could be farther from the truth because right. your dad wasn't just your dad. He was many <clears throat> other, uh, many other things in other lives. The only thing that's the same is his soul. It's the mm-hmm. same soul and it's the, the learning. And maybe he mm-hmm. didn't learn a lot here, right. you know, but that's, that's what happens when we go there. Then we say, well, you didn't do so well in this life. So let's talk about what we're going to do in the next life to make sure that, you know, we learn lessons there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they really, it, yeah, nobody's ever alone. No, you know, it, Hitler's a great example, too, because that was something I asked when we started learning about the channeling. You know, I kind of wanted to ask some deeper things that seemed to be like conspiracy or mysteries and some of it was about pyramids i asked about hitler and maybe some other things i don't remember right now but no i mean yeah your mom straight out said no he's here yeah and actually he hasn't been here as long as you guys think he's been here yeah that was like flooring to me yeah um and then kind of learning about how and we'll do this in in another episode too but just about when you enter when you come back to heaven and you enter the different levels. Yeah. And Dolores had a good analogy is, is and picture it as uh, an upside down pyramid, except the 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 base of the pyramid, which is now at the top, is infinite. Mm-hmm. And you come in at the point. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. There's all these different planes, but everybody exists together. Mm-hmm. So there are spirits that have had trouble in life and they'll have to do multiple lives to work that karma out and learn the lessons that we we have we all have to do right because we're all living lives to learn these lessons yes but we're amongst each other there yeah people aren't cast into a place like hell or whatever but they might take certain spirits and say okay they don't go consciously beyond or up another level until they've gone in and lived this life and learned this lesson yeah there's no bullying over there there's no hard feelings there's no anything like that so those are all things that we need to let go of too um i wanted to read what susan said she says i worry if my mom was trapped at my brother's after she passed his negative energy has to be so incredibly heavy even my dad did he linger at the hospital or did he follow us honestly after he died weird things happened we just blamed dad as haunting us he would have found that funny mm-hmm. so this is we've talked about this a little bit in uh in past episodes about how um an energy does not stay somewhere so like okay uh what's a good example like when we went to the the mental hospital uh a couple of weeks ago <clears throat> the people that passed there the bad things that happened there they're not stuck there no. they're not they may come there and talk to a medium or come there and you know play some jokes on the kids that go to school there or whatever but they are not stuck there so when your dad died he was did not stay at the hospital he did not follow you home. He went wherever he wanted to go. He mm. And that's another thing about our soul is that it can split. So he can be with you at home. He can be in the hospital. And he can be on the other side all at the same time. And then some other places. Mm-hmm. So they don't stay. So never feel like there's somebody that's occupying or haunting or staying there. Because that's not how it works. Right. They come and go as they want. My mom is not always here. She's not you know tied to me with chains. Mm-hmm. She comes and goes. Right. They can do whatever they want. So, um, but, you know, like people say, well, my house haunted. 
Okay. Well, it depends on how you look at that. There are always spirits with you. Mm -hmm. Yes, there are always spirits around us. So yeah, you're probably always going to feel that spirit energy, which if you want to call it haunted, then go ahead and call it haunted. Mm -hmm. But it's not bad and they won't hurt you. And they are all about love. So weird things happening. Oh, yeah, I have no doubt. I've seen some weird, (laughs) weird things myself in the last 17 years. But um, yeah. No, that's a good explanation. I think that they can. And think about in our daily lives, consciously, how we split or compartmentalize our lives and our schedules and things to remember, right? Yeah. Oh, I got this going on at work and I got this at home. Oh, and I can't forget there's dinner and next week with so-and-so. It's kind of like that. Yeah. They can be more than one place and more than one time at a greater capacity than we can do that as humans. Yeah. And you know what? At first, I had a hard time grasping that, actually. Um, I have a deck of cards that are talking to heaven cards. And in there, one of them was my soul can be in several places at once. I took it out of the deck at first because it freaked me out so much. I was like, how does that work? But I understand it now. Mm. It's a soul. It's it's energy. You can mm. split the energy off. You know, as a human, you can't take your arm and be like, hey, arm, go somewhere else. Yeah. But as a, a spirit, as a soul, you know, your energy, it, it can absolutely be broken apart. And that being just like what you said, too, kind of brings me back to a little bit of that worrying about hell or this mm-hmm. this infinite dark place, you know, for eternity. It doesn't make sense for me also in the terms of we are of God's image. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we are a fragment of his light, of his ray. Mm-hmm. Why would he condemn a part of himself to misery for eternity? That's right. He wouldn't do it. No. You know, no, I don't think too many of us would even do that with our own children. No. Mm-mm. So it, it just doesn't... You're an energy that cannot die. Yeah. You need things to do. And so if you spent a lifetime on the other side, you can. And you can choose to stay there and never come into a body. Yeah. And you will learn and you will advance. But it won't be as vast, your experience, and as um, rapid, your growth, as it would be by coming in and learning about all these things that humans learn. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Uh, let's see. We have a few minutes, so I want to read one more here. Okay. This is from Melissa. She said, my mom was never truly happy here. I always pray that she is with my dad and finally happy. And I want to end the the episode with this because if I could, if I could scream it, if I could go up to the highest point with megaphones and scream everywhere, what do they want you to know? It was it would be that they are happy and they are okay and they want you to be happy and okay. So stop living your life in misery because right. you think that they're miserable. They Your mom was happy before your dad got there. Is she happier now that he's with her? Oh, I'm sure. It's, it's, that's a mm. reconnection. Mm. Absolutely. Um, so yes, they are happy now together, but they want us to be happy here too because they are always happy there. And this life is about learning to be happy with what you have mm-hmm. and learning the lessons and going on the journey. And, and that's that's it. And if you choose to be miserable in this life, then that's your own choice. But they don't want us to do that. They no. want us to be happy mm-hmm. and live our lives fully, all of them. <clears throat> yeah. They understand that it is 
an experience. Yeah. It is a spiritual experience in a human body. Yep. All the way down to all the ice cream you can eat and a tummy ache Mm -hmm. to crying your eyes out when you lose a puppy or a loved one or laughing hysterically with your best friend until you pee your pants. These are things that they can't experience right. when they're not in a body. Right. <clears throat> so once they cross over, trust me, they're okay. Yeah. They, if anything, completely understand more so than ever what a gift it is to be in a body. Absolutely. And they just want us to experience it to the fullest. Yes, life is a gift. And don't worry about the other side because it's it <clears throat> this is the hell this is the yeah. school this is the tough part but it comes with so much gratitude yeah that we don't really understand it until we do get to the other side absolutely we can't we've been so tarnished in what we've been taught since <clears throat> we were young about death and mm-hmm. that it's horrible and it's a, it's bad and you know we see the grief of the people that are left behind and uh, but it's really not what we've been taught at all. You know, I don't I don't want to die. I'm not done here. I have a lot that I still want to accomplish. But when my time comes, I'm not going to be as scared as I would have right. been because I know that I'm going to a beautiful place and I'm going to reconnect. And sometimes I say to my mom, I'm like, wow, I can't wait till the day that we're like actually reconnected again. And then I'm like, no, 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 wait, I can. I can wait. I can wait. <laughs> <'Cause> I, <laughs> you know. But um, at the same time, you know, it's like, yeah. oh, that you long for that and what's it going to be like you know so when you think about death and when you think about your loved ones on the other side animals too try and think of it it's hard to think of it as a positive but try try and think of it as as they are beautiful and they are with us all the time and they're helping us and one day we will be with them again mm-hmm. but right now we have to finish our journey here and they want us to make the most of our journey while we are here because if we don't if we just sit in the trap of grief mm-hmm. we don't learn and then we go there and we're like Oh, yeah. shit. I didn't learn. Yeah. I was so busy in my own head. I didn't learn. And now I got to go back and do it all over again without the knowledge yeah. of what's going on. Yeah. So, you know, I know that this is probably a lot of information and it's hard for some people to grasp. And it's it's easy for me because of my job. And I get that. And I, And so I know that this is something that people have a hard time with. And so anybody that feels like they need to talk about this, please feel free to reach out to me because Mm -hmm. really this is my life's goal is to make sure that people live a more full life, that their animals are happier and that they don't fear death. Yeah. You know, I agree. Really? So (sighs) now I'm tired, Yeah. but that was a good episode. I think that was killer. I love talking about it, even though it's, it's, I don't know. It's not sad to me, you know, losing somebody is really hard. Losing Mm -hmm. an animal is really hard. But at the same time, you, you know, they're on the other side and they're happy. Yep. And they're, they're okay. And if you don't know, you're going to find out. Yep. Uh, especially for the people that, that do believe it's lights out. Mm -hmm. I, I can only imagine the surprise. Oh, me too. Yeah, me too. I want to see some of those when I get there. Can you turn the light out? Yeah. I'm ready to, I'm ready to (laughs) go and rest for eternity. Yeah. And they're like, no, sorry. The work's just begun. Yeah. You're like, God dang it. Yeah. I, I really, that'll be like one of my things on the other side. I'll be like, are we going to go get somebody that believes yeah. it's lights out? Let me go. Let me go. Because <laughs> yeah. I want to see what they're, the expression on their face when they're, you know, soul uh-huh. face. But yeah. 
anyways. That's cool. Yeah. That's funny. Well, that was good. Thank you. Yeah. Very cool. And I I was fine till the end, and then I used the tissues that you brought for good me. Good job. <laughs> well, before we uh, say goodbye to everybody, you want to share your information? Yes. You can find me on my website, samanthajonespsychicmedium.com. You can schedule an appointment there. You can even find our podcast there. Uh, or you can find our podcast on social media at, at Spiritual Joneses. Or you can email us, um, spiritualjoneses at gmail.com. Yeah. Send us your show ideas, your, your whatever. Just nice. send it. We love it. Yes, please. And you. Uh, yes, for my art, uh, djonesartcollection.com for the web, at djonesartcollection for Instagram and Facebook. And for the music, I won't say much right now other than we got some things happening. And probably after the Thanksgiving holiday, I'll be able to give a little bit more of an update. Hey. But I'll just leave it at that for now. Yeah. And that reminds me, happy Thanksgiving to all of our American listeners. And happy day to the rest of you. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. Good point. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we hope everybody got something out of this. That we do. Thanks for everybody that participated in questions and everybody that's listening. Our discussion group. Thank you. You're great. We appreciate you guys. And we hope everybody has a great week. And until next week, peace and love.